Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudy. Today is June 9th, 2022. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Radium Newman PC has been conducting conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, you never got a chance to ask questions, let our team know and put your camera on. We will give preference to the newcomers. Bargo. Hey. <clears throat> hey, thanks for taking my call. So, uh, you know, we came to India and we lost our GCAD and combo cards. So we have soft copies and approval notices. Uh, so what are, mm-hmm. I mean, is there, are there any options to get back to US? I mean, um, uh, what you could do is um, there will be a CDP officer in the, in the, uh, uh, in which airport you are flying back from? Uh, Houston. No, no. You are in India right now. Which airport you are yeah, flying I'm back in, from? Hyderabad. Okay. I don't know if Hyderabad ha- and which airlines are you flying? Uh, Emirates. Yeah. You may want to contact the Delhi though. Maybe you need to rebook from Delhi though. The okay. reason is that uh, the reason is that the M rights you have the CBP officer in Dubai, not in uh, not in Hyderabad. Yeah. So there are direct flights from Dubai to uh, Dubai to uh, Dubai to uh, oh, sorry from Delhi to India, USA. Mm-hmm. So there will be a CBP officer there. Okay. Come uh, on, is your H1B expired or is it valid? Uh, it's valid. I mean, I will discuss those. Maybe I I I I, I scheduled a call with you tomorrow. Uh, okay. Consultation. We'll discuss them. I will. We'll discuss. Yeah, them. we'll discuss them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then. Next person. Ayan. Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. So my question is: My priority date is uh, 2013, uh, and give I give me give uh, me one uh, second. Give me one second, guys. Give me one second. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, my priority date is September 2013, and I I uh, sent my interfile request along with my medicals uh, uh, to USCIS uh, yesterday uh, from EB3 to EB2. And my question is, uh, I'm on my husband I'm working for my employer. So can I start? Mm-hmm. Can I use my EAD to start a business uh, parallelly? 
you can i would recommend that you do it on your wife's team that will be more easier my wife didn't get the ead ah what kind of business are you looking at uh food business i would recommend to wait until your wife gets ead though or can i you go can to... technically yeah you can technically do the problem is the officers don't understand the law and then we have to explain them saying that you have an ead you can do uber if you need to but then you have to pay me for it i would avoid paying money to lawyers so can i go to ead state uh, like instead of h1b can i uh, change my status you can you can you can but still doing business in a food industry i will wait okay or can i do you will you, uh, mm. go ahead yeah uh, so what happens if i do a second job on ead you, that's fine that's not a problem that's not a problem only if i do a food business that's a problem yes that's not so related can... to your thing and they'll get they'll get confused so i can I'm keep my you cannot do it mm-hmm. i'm not telling you cannot do it i'm just recommending you don't do it okay so i can keep my h1b with my employer i can do a second job on ead so i can keep both right. active i can keep both active h1b and ead yes you can yes you can yes you can next person please indrani uh hi rahul uh this is uh, ipshita actually i have a uh, uh, couple of days back only i have returned from uh, i have come here uh, from india in h4 visa mm-hmm. uh actually mm-hmm. my husband has recently changed his company and uh, like i am i have come in h4 visa from his old company so mm-hmm. like the old h1b and now i am mm-hmm. trying to apply for uh, ead so like uh, mm-hmm. so for ead should i give his old employer h1b details or should i give the latest uh, employer's uh, details okay first of all when mm-hmm. is your i94 expiring uh i94 my expires on maybe uh, next uh, 2024 september 2024 when is your husband's h1b expiring 2025 the latest uh, the the one which uh, so it's would, from the latest i would recommend i would recommend you file h4 plus ead together okay so what is the process then do, do we have a, a second kind of process different kind of process I don't know what you mean by different kind of words. File H four plus EAD together. Okay. If you want okay. help, we can help you out in filing it. You can send an email to info at rnlockroom dot com. Info at. Okay. I'm giving you the information at the chat. Okay. Okay. Fine. Because next person, please. Achim. Hi, this is Ajit. Um, so my question is about um, getting updated I-94 for my spouse. Uh, my H-1B um, renewal is in progress, and I should be receiving that soon, hopefully. And then my wife's H-4. I, I mean, as the normal processing goes, um, I don't expect it uh, by the time it expires um, next year. When is the current H-4 expiring? Current H-4 is expiring in June 2023. Oh, sorry, January twenty twenty three, not June. Okay. 
So I was hoping that um, I can go to Canada. Um, I applied for Canadian visitor visa as well. Go to Canada and get it stamped uh, with uh, my updated I-797. That's doable, right? Yeah, of course it's doable. But so, the stampings are not promoting third country nationals anymore. There is another way that she can get it done called um, uh, extending it. Is, is all this we are doing only for getting the EAD extensions, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. There's a different path for it though, because third country nationals, they are not promoting to get the uh, appointments there. There's a okay. different way of getting the 540 days extension, 530 okay. day, 40 day, I forgot what it was. Uh, yes. But in this video, it says 180 days, but it's, it's, it's an old video, but it's the same principle is the same. Okay. Okay. okay they are still, um, so that is only by returning back from Canada, they would do it at the CBP. You're right. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Watch, watch the video. Okay. Next question, okay. please. Sagar. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking my question. I'm uh, in talks with a new employer who is open to remote work. I'm currently in Delaware. I'm thinking of moving to Texas. I don't have an address mm -hmm. in Texas as of right now. Mm -hmm. So when the new employer is looking to apply for H-1B, can I ask for two addresses, one from Delaware and one from Texas to be put? Yes. And let's say two, three months, I can move to Texas whenever I'm ready to move. You're absolutely right. That's the best way to do it. Okay. Is there any other complication? Like if I'm, let's say, moving uh, after four months, five months, is there, does that create any no, complication? No, no problem. So if you have two addresses, there is no problem. Okay. You don't and even have Texas to move You don't have to okay. move. Texas address, you can always give your friend's address, but make sure that it you intend to live in that same MSA. Texas is huge. I mean, it's like a bigger than like 70% of the world's countries. So, so right. uh, what you do is, what you do is that you give like which area you want to live. Irving, I guess. Austin. Dallas. Yeah. Austin. Okay. Give some friends address in Austin. That's fine. Okay. And uh, the employer also is asking for some kind of a liquidation damage uh, kind of a clause based on H1B. So is that something legal or? I'm not going to comment on it. Uh, I'm going to uh, tell you to contact this lawyer. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Ron. And he, uh, give me one second. I'm trying to see the video that we made. One second. Okay, there's a lawyer by name Ajay Chaudhary is very good in this. I want, if you need have any questions on the contract, you have to contact him. He knows immigration too. And I've given the details in this YouTube to him. Okay, next person, please. Yeah, hi, so I have a question regarding my uh, H-1B. So mm -hmm. I just got uh, uh, laid off today at my current company and I got a mm -hmm. new job at Deloitte. But the start mm -hmm. date of Deloitte is after like uh, after the 60 days. So they're not able to process my H1 sooner. So what what are my options here? Yikes. 60, how many days though? So they said that my uh, joining date would be after 10 to 12 weeks uh, from now. You have a H4 option? No, I'm on uh, 
I don't have H four option. You may have to leave the country and come back then. Okay, I mean, like once they once they receive they receive the notice, right? Uh, no, that's not that enough. That's okay. not enough. You you can only have six months of un unemployment, not more than that. So if they receive the application within sixty days, but the start date is six months from that time, though, no, you can't okay. stay. Uh, you can't stay. That's not legal. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Sorry about that. Next person, please. Raj. Try to find other job, other jobs. Yeah. Hi. Uh, thanks, uh, Rahul, for taking my question. Uh, I just got my uh, GC approved for me and my wife under EB one. Uh, I have an unmarried daughter, age twenty three. She came to US with me uh, in twenty seventeen on my L two dependent. But right now she is on F one. He she is doing her masters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now my question mm -hmm. is uh, i could not apply for her because she was already 21 when yeah yeah that's fine uh -huh. i know yeah. so so can i apply for her gc now under f2b that is first question and second is will that have any adverse impact when she goes for her opt or let's say h1b in future no. opt it will not be a problem um h1b mm -hmm. not a problem but sometimes the travel may become trouble though If she wants okay. to travel outside the country on F one, not on H one B. Okay, okay, okay. And But the reason why H one B is the reason why H one B is not the reason why H one B is not a trouble is that H one B is a dual intent visa. You got it? H one B is a dual intent visa. But the F one is not a dual intent visa. She already got F one. The problem is when she enters into United States. Every time she enters, mm. she must have an intention to study and go back to India, and that sometimes becomes a problem. With regards to the OPT, it's not a problem. Okay, okay. So right now she is here only. So I think, so I can. But go but ahead and she may travel. Her, right? If she travels mm. to India and comes back, that may become a problem. Right, right. Okay, okay. okay. But Thank I think you. so. You should tell her not to travel and file the F two B. Okay. okay? Okay. Next person, please. Manish. Manish. Uh, hi, Rahul. I have a question. So I will be joining a new employer, and they have submitted the H-1B transfer petition. In the mm -hmm. LCA, they have entered the SSC code as electrical engineer when for the job title as business program manager. So this. SOC code doesn't look correct for the job description or the job responsibilities. Hmm. What is your what is your engineering? What is your degree though? The degree is electronics engineering. Electrical engineering. We call it electrical. Engineering. Okay. Um. So it depends on the job description though. So I don't know what the job description says. Does the job description says what? uh it's uh, for a business program or like say business program manager when you say program manager i don't understand the word though what do you mean program manager you mean you business grass cutting business or what business is it uh oh so this is like um managing the software programs basically but nothing to do with electrical engineering though nothing yeah Yeah, that looks that doesn't look good. I would rather move to software developer rather than electrical engineer, though. Just because you have electrical engineering, 
I don't want to put it unless it is involved some chips or something like that. Okay. And basically, like, does USCIS compare the SOC code in the LCA against the yes, job description mentioned in yes, the petition? Yes, it does. It does. It does. Okay, okay. So what are the you can, do, you can always do one thing. When is your H-1B expiring? Uh, it's uh, June 2024. So is this a transfer application? A transfer, yeah. You can wait until the transfer is approved and then move to the company. Uh, correct. Yeah. I mean, so anyway, I'm going to do that. Um, when I saw this, then only I decided like I'm not going to move on the receipt notice. Mm -hmm. And in case like if uh, RFE is issued, do we have option to submit a new LCA? They, no. Then you have to refile re the application. Refile the application. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Then. Since you're going to work only after the approval, there's not much risk for you. Next person, please. Balaji. Um, thanks, Rahul, for um, hosting this call. So my question is regarding um, advanced parole uh, EAD. So my lawyer strictly advises against using advanced parole. Uh, the reason is, you know, in case of um, ID485 denial, I don't know a fallback option. May stay here in US becomes immediately illegal. So what, what would you advise? Because that's how we make the money. You maintain H1B, you maintain EAD, you maintain advanced parole. We make more money on it. What would I advise? I'll tell you one thing. When it comes to me, I've used it. EAD. So that should tell you. Unless you have some kids who are aging out and your priority is not current, I'm going to use the EAD. I did personally, I did use EAD. I was an immigration lawyer. I went to 485 interviews on the EAD. Back in those days, there was no H4 EAD. So I was on H4. So I used EAD. So what would I tell you? What I did. <laughs> okay. Next person, please. Hamid. Hello, can you hear me, Ronald? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Hey, just a quick question. Let's. I mean, I got my green card approved recently, and I just had a question. If I was planning on doing a second job, I mean, uh, the primary employer jobs. doesn't know, right? Right. Is there any chance of him knowing? I mean, if he wanted to continue multiple employments during e-verification or I nine verification? No, not any verification or I nine verification. I don't know if any other. They will send a CID to you. That part I don't know. But as for the I nine e-verification, they won't know. Okay, all right. So it's just like pretty much if you don't tell them, nobody knows, right? That part I don't know. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All Thank I you. can tell is that I nine verification and e verification. No, they won't know. Next okay. person, please. Thanks. Rahul. And let me tell you, thirty percent of the people are doing two jobs right now. Lucky for you guys. Hi, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. So I you am a good question, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on H1B and my I-140 is going to be filed probably in a week or so. And my wife is working uh, in different country and she has a four visa. So I'm planning her to uh, get her here, file her EAD and she will go back uh, until she gets the EAD. So is, this, is there any problem in that if she comes here? No problem. No problem. No problem. So she will be here EAD, for a while. While the EAD application is pending, I'm speaking about H4 EAD. She can travel absolutely no problem. Her EAD will be adjudicated. 
and she will be there she will be back once she will receive the aid no problem at all perfect no problem at all and another question like i have my visa i797 and visa valid till january 2024 so once they file my i140 can they file extension as well for 3 years or they have to wait my employer has to wait mm, they can't they can't file an extension until it's 6 months though okay okay Okay. Okay. Uh, until about six months, though. But All they right. can file an amendment plus extension if they want to. Okay, I got you. Yeah, thank you so much, Rao. Thank you. Next person, please. Shisha. Hello. Uh, hi, hi, Rao. Good morning. So, also, my question is: uh, My I seven nine seven is expiring in June twenty eight, and I ninety four is expiring July twelfth. So, oh, my I seven nine seven is expiring on June twenty eight. Uh huh. And the I ninety four is expiring July twelfth. July twelfth. Yeah. It normally should have expired on July eighth, though. I don't know why it's expiring on July twelfth. Go ahead. Okay. So, my current company already filed the extension. and i do not receive any confirmation looks like it is in progress and mm-hmm. i got the new new offer letter means the, from the employer b day before yesterday so mm-hmm. they are ready to file the extension so is there any issue if i join the company b would they file it before june 28th or after june 28th so they are saying if, if you give me the confirmation we'll start process and before uh, june 28th we'll uh, file the uh, I absolutely have no problem with you joining the company. Or uh, if if they file after June twentieth, then uh, before July twelfth, they can mm-hmm. still do it. Mm-hmm. Um, there is about two to three percent risk. I would say about three to five percent risk of issuing an RFE for you. Mm-hmm. So I can join the employer B. Then I do not have any issues. Correct. Before June twenty eighth, I don't see any problem whatsoever at all. After between mm-hmm. June twenty eighth and July twelfth, you have about five percent risk. If after July twelfth, though uh, July twelfth, then it definitely is a problem. Okay, okay. Thank, thank you. Sir. Next person. Next person, please. Ranjit Kumar. Uh, hi Rahul, this is Ranjit. Uh, thanks for your service. So I have a priority date of December two thousand fifteen. So can I change the company right now? December two thousand fifteen. Yeah. That's not a legal question. Should I change the company though? Is it in EB two? <laughs> yeah, I'm in EB two. I don't think so. You have any legal question to me. Your only personal question to me. I would not change if I were you. That's all I can tell you. I may be wrong. Okay. Because... That's. Yeah, my current company just started uh, filing perm. I mean, still they did not apply for perm. So I'm thinking if I get any offer, wait, 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 wait. You said your priority date is December 2015. That's with some other yeah. old company. Yeah, old company. Yes. Wow, wow. Then you can change the company. I don't see a problem in changing oh. the company. Okay. I thought. Okay. I, I thought this priority date is with the current company. No. No, that's with the old company. The new company is about to start a file uh, filing perm, but I am thinking if I can change the company, if there will be any issue. No, there will not be an issue. 
okay one more question so uh, next month i have a visa stamping interview so i have a one week uh, overlap of employment with my previous employers so it will not be an issue with me in, i want you to speak with me in privately about it i can't discuss on the youtube uh, on this zoom call okay you can make an appointment okay. with me to discuss about it next sure. person yeah. please ravi shankar I have some time after the conference call guys so if you want to leave any messages to everyone not the camera one because I use a different one um leave messages to everyone which I'm sending you a test you can leave a messages there and I'm I will try to answer uh, as much as I can Ravishankar okay. words are interpreted yeah thanks thanks Rahul so I have one question regarding the H1B stamping of concurrent so i have a one employer working is a full time i have after concurrent jobs waiting so now i am going for a stamping in the ds160 which i fill in the i can fill my current uh, primary h1c documents there is one question is last 5 years employment can i have yeah, to fill the you you can you can list both companies the concurrently filed h1b in this one company saying that you're working for pepsi and you're also working for coca cola but my problem here is concurrent filing one be is when you come back into the country though they will only give the i94 for coca cola they will not give it for pepsi so pepsi has to still file another concurrently filed h1b every time you visit outside the country okay so so, so that's 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 i understand even i work with so my next uh, my other question is the will i if i mention two employment in ds160 will i get any 221g something like that no get... no you're perfectly fine you're perfectly i don't see any problem with you at all remember the other guy okay. overlapping that's a different issue you did not file concurrent h1b you filed concurrently you applied concurrently they gave you the permission for it so you're good to go Oh, next thank person. you thank you very much aunika uh, i rahul so currently i'm on h4 visa until jan 2023 my husband recently changed his employment and the uh, new employer filed h4 for me uh, and i got an update that my h1b picked uh, this year lottery so will there be any conflict if my h1 and h4 are parallel with usas absolutely not you're telling that this guy is my husband and coca cola is my employer nothing wrong with it if you say this guy is my husband that guy is also my husband we have a problem so absolutely no problem with it and when is your current h4 expiring ma'am uh, jan 2023 oh the that's good i mean it's valid until october of 2023 no i don't see any problem in it however though you know the last uh, you know the last approval rule whichever is approved last is considered to be valid okay so if my let me ask you let me ask you this question though why if your h4 is expiring in january of 2023 though did you already file the h4 with the new company or not yeah i already filed uh, with the new company there is something called last action rule though you know what that is Mm. that means that whichever is approved recently will be valid for example if your h1b is approved in july okay mm-hmm. and your h4 is approved in october in october you will be considered to be an h4 okay so if if i get my h1 approval first so immediately i can revoke my h4 petition 
no, don't do that. There is another problem there. If you revoke it, what they will do is they will approve it and revoke it. Then you'll be out of status. Na garka, na gatka. Oh, okay. okay? So, so there is something called Margarita switch. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I want you to watch this video. It's called Wa- Margarita Visa Magic. Okay. First, watch the first 20 minutes of my interview there. You'll get an idea what I'm speaking about. Yeah. This is from TV Asia. Okay. Yeah. I Next like- person, please. Go ahead. Sai Venkat. Hey Rahul. Uh, so uh, I applied on EB3 uh, for 85 mm-hmm. uh, for the downgrade in uh, the same batch, October 2020. And uh, my, em- my employer uh, was uh, uh, bought. And uh, what we did recently when was, was a, my when, account, when was the employer bought? A uh, long time back, I think 2015 sometime. In other words, when in October of 2020, when you filed the hitch I-140 and 485, you filed an amendment of I-140. Right. Okay, keep going. And, uh, and uh, uh, my 140 EB3 was approved last year with premium. And again, this year with the new interfiling uh, from USCIS, what we did is we, uh, the attorney filed uh, in a new uh, successor of interest EB2 because... Uh, mm-hmm as uh, mm-hmm. they had to do that again. Okay. And while filing the successor of interest EB2-140, they did interfile along with that. Okay. As per USA's guidelines, that's what they mentioned and they sent a letter with the uh, okay. uh, 140 so, so what's your and, question? Uh, what's your question? My 140 is approved now with EB2. E- uh, mm-hmm. But my question is, uh, should I again do the 485J? I will do it. With, if I were you, I will do with it. Inter- I will do that. I will do that with Interfile. Because previously when he filed the 485J, he sent it to a different address. No, they then didn't uh, do a 485J because they only did a 140. You said they Interfile? Yeah, with 140. They, they Interfile with 140 petition. I don't know what the Interfiling means. Anyway, do the 485J supplement right now. Uh, they did the transfer of underlying basis along with the 140 petition. What do you mean transfer? In what? They wrote a letter? Right. This is what they do when they see the letter. <laughs> yeah, that's why I okay. wanted to ask this question. Okay. So just file the 485J supplement. That will be better. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Lord. Yeah. yeah thank Next you. person, please. Sai. Hey. Uh, Thank you for taking my question, Rahul. Uh, actually, we have downgraded uh, I-485 and EP3 in October 2020. We did a refile in uh, March of uh, this year. And uh, and I'm hearing a lot of success stories with interfiling. So we have just, uh, we I think my lawyer is going to interfile in the next one, two days. So is it going to have uh, any issue if you have uh, a winner? I don't know. I want you to watch the immigration girl um, uh-huh. stats that we put it. It's definitely the interfiling is working a little bit better than what it was in about the, a month ago, though. But mm-hmm. refiling is also working very good too. Okay. So under your circumstances, if you interfiled in March of 2000, if you refiled in March of 2022, I would not interfile. That's my opinion. Is it illegal? No, it's not illegal. It's legal for you to. Okay. That's my judgment call. 
just just a judgment call okay and i'm i'm not fully convinced on my judgment i'm just 60 40 on it okay got you got you so uh, another question and, another. and keep watching our youtube videos 20 minutes uh the first 20 minutes at least every week and we may change our opinion later on on that absolutely i do that every week around sure and the question is uh you're visiting india next month and uh mm-hmm. i'll be using eb3's ep advanced parole while coming back mm-hmm. when is your so, h1b or h4 expiring h1b is expiring in november of this year uh so, i don't see any problem so i don't yeah. see any problem in your eb2 eb3 interfiling refiling if you travel in advance parole right now so if if for some reason my eb2 uh, interfiling doesn't work uh, and if i'm stuck in if, if since because i'm using advance parole will i be stuck in eb3 no. or anything no so no, you won't be so advance parole is related to eb2 or eb3 it can be used for no. yeah yeah they are they are telling that if you use an advance parole if you have an h1b they're telling you are still on h1b and they are extending the h1b and h4 we are having no problem none whatsoever at all right because he is uh, my employer is going to update the i9 form that's why it was kind of that that doesn't matter that doesn't really matter that doesn't okay. matter yeah i9 okay. is your own internal document it doesn't go anywhere um thank you guys i'm going to go to the questions that i have uh let's see what we have monica that the fact that your uh, husband's company withdrew the h4 has no impact none whatsoever at all on on your h4 extension absolutely not a problem uh i'll try to uh, answer the questions that are short and precise guys uh raj you can you can request all the approvals in foia they may give you all approvals so that may be possible for them to give it uh i got the green card can i change employer now and not wait for 6 months no you don't have to wait for 6 months i don't know who is telling that you have to wait for 6 months as soon as you get the green card you can flip a burger in mcdonalds you can be a microsoft ceo you cannot sell marijuana even though it may be legal in some states do we know how many applications we don't know how many applications are been transferred to a national benefit center though no and by the time we will come to know though it may take a long time because the data that is going to come by the march end that is will be coming to us in june ending so and most of these transfers occurred after march though so we wouldn't know the data until about september there's no premium processing for us tourist visa um bihari srivatsava i would not typically put four times the salary though but let me tell you one thing those people who have put the full time salary we have not seen a problem we have not seen a problem we have not seen a problem on that i would not have put it but i would not see the problem anything my husband's and i are h1b visas we would like to invest in real estate by creating an llc 
we would renovate and resell rental properties though. I don't know what visa you are in, Rita. Are you in a H4 EAD or H4? Uh, both are in H1B or both are in H1B visas. If both are in H1B visas though, um, you cannot be the manager of the investment company because your duties will be contradicting the, you'll be, your duties will be contradicting because there'll be a lot of work involved as a manager. Um, there's be a lot of work as a manager though. So I would not approve that for you though. If you are investing in the stocks, I don't have a problem. If you are just investing in one or two houses and renting out, that's not a problem. But if you're opening an LLC, managing an LLC, repairing and redoing, renovating and selling it, that definitely involves work in it. So since you are an H1B, that's not allowed. Rishi, my employer applied an EB3 downgrade I-140 and 485 in December as an amendment as a success of interest. Is it pending? But I have an approved EAD and a pre-year EB2 with a pre-year. Can I change jobs now and port the priority date? No, Rishi. First is you get your I-140 approved though before you change the job because if the I-140 is still pending, it's not advisable for you to change the jobs. Also, I don't know what your priority date is, though. You may, if the priority date is current in EP3, probably after I-140 is approval, you could change the job. If it's not current in EB3, it's only current in EB2, you may have to reach your company to do the I-140 again under EB2 and convert it because if you move to a different company, you're moving on EB3. Rajiv K, my standalone 485 was approved, applied in Phoenix which was the right address on June and received on June 18th. I stay in Michigan. Latest up to the US website says, says that we should file in Chicago. Will that be an issue? Uh, no, it should be on the date that you filed should be valid though. But if they change the address later on, that's not a pro that's not that's not a problem at all. That's not a problem at all. You're fine. Um, Uh, Anigna, uh, USA has formally announced that they plan to approve all state GC applications that are current by end of fiscal year. It seems that they are targeting this. You are right. Uh, they definitely have, I think so they have enough resources to even say that word though. And I, what the problem here is, why only straight applications though? is that for them, it's easy to adjudicate the straight applications. If it's very hard for them to do, uh, do anything other than straight applications, it's very hard for them. So hopefully the things will, you know, they'll flush all these cases out. It'll become easier to even handle the cases where uh, we filed I-140 and 485. Uh, CA, I have three, three different companies. First two I-140s were withdrawn after 180 days approval. Third was approved recently with company C. Do I still need to wait for 180 days with company C to be valid uh, for the future extension? No, you already have previous company I-140 approved and withdrawn after 180 days. You don't have to use company C's I-140 approval. You can always use company A's I-140 approval to extend the H-1B. Had a minor car accident. I filed a complaint in court on the other party. It got my money for damages. Nice. Uh, do I need to mention this on the 485 form? No, there is no nothing there to for you to mention on the 485 form. Sri, you're good. You don't have to mention. 
my series got terminated. That's definitely a problem, Ram. And left with no options and my H1B in process, what should I do now? I don't know why your series has been terminated. Your H1B will not be approved with change of status. It will be approved with the consular processing. And then you have to go outside the country to get the, st uh, to get the stamping done. Uh, that's a problem that you need to be aware of that your, your H1B will not be approved with the I-94. Uh, uh, 8244, um, way to communicate with the two-way with the officer, whether they're considering the downgrade application, I, there is no way, I don't know. These people are really, they don't live in this world. There's no way two-way communication with them. My max out is 730, 2000. My future H4 begin date is 621, 2022. My new employer has I-140 and will be filing H-1B. New employer has, if they file it after July 21st, do we need to do a transfer or change of status? Ashok, the main question is, will they file it before July 30th or after July 30th? If it's after July 30th, then you have to file a change of status. If you file it before July 30th of 2022, which is within 60 days after you left the employment, if you left the employment, then you can apply for a transfer directly. Before July 30th is direct transfer, though. Direct transfer issue. Do I need to revoke H4? Yeah, I'll, you can always wait until the H1 is, is approved and then revoke the H4. Uh, Srinivas, my priority date is October 2020. I've applied the downgrade in October of 2022. My ADS has just been approved and waiting for physical card. Problem here is, while downgrade, employer applied as an amendment. We still don't have the approval yet. Employer submitted a service request few days back in this situation. Is it possible for me, leveraging EB2 days, apply for interfile or refile? What happens to the amendment gets approved? Srinivas, your lawyer is really a dummy lawyer. I don't think so you should interfile or refile, though. The problem is, if you interfile or refile, they are telling that if the EB3 is approved, EB2 is no longer valid. If you file it as an amendment, then they can just deny the entire 485. Um, the other thing is that, can you withdraw and refile the I, uh, can you withdraw the I-140 and refile the 485? There is a danger in that one too. The USCIS does everything when we don't want them to do fast, they will do it very fast. When we want them to do fast, they will not do it fast. So, so if you withdraw the I-140, here is my problem. They will approve the I-140 first and they will withdraw it. Then what happens is that your EB-2 is gone, your EB-3 is gone. So under the current circumstances, I will file one more EB-2 application. And since it's good news for you, Srinivas, is that prim processing is very good. Uh, prim process EB-2, and then you can consider filing interfile or refile. The first thing is you may also want to consider doing premium processing of the underlying I-140 though. That is EB-3. Thank you guys for the next conference call will be tomorrow at 3.30. Sorry we couldn't attend all the people.
Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.